Welcome back to your favorite podcast, De-Influenced. Guys, don't look at me. Why? I feel hideous. Your lips? Yeah. <laughs> the, the bruises are pretty down now. Are they? Uh, there's, like, there's like one right here. So I have been getting lip filler for, honestly, I say seven years, but as long as I can remember. I think I came out as a baby and said, mommy, lip filler. <laughs> <laughs> I just never really had a top lip and it's really sweet because everybody in my DMs is like, Danny, you're so beautiful. You don't need it. You're so natural. It's like the same thing when I like use self-tanner. They're like, oh, rock your, rock your skin. I, like, I do skin. love your lips right now. Well, okay. So it's funny because I got my lips done so long. I can't remember. I think I was in college. So what? That was like seven years ago. Was the first time you ever got your lips done when I was sitting on the back porch of your mom's yes. house? Oh, my mom. It was so... Okay, I'm not going to name names because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But, well, she didn't do anything wrong. But my mom had this like, you know those like, it's like they're... It's um, like they're, they're like drug deal. Yeah, they're like drug dealers, but they're like Botox dealers where they like come to your house and like, they're like, yeah, like I'm a nurse, but like I got some Botox. Yeah. Well, it was like kind of that situation, but... She gave me lip filler for the first time with no numbing cream. I swear to you to this day, it, it hurt worse than childbirth. Like it was so painful and she wasn't super experienced with lips. So oh. I came out and my, and Jordan and my dad were like, what no, did your you brother do? called you duck face? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was mean. That was mean, but we were shocked. Yeah, it was way too much, but um, but it does kind of like migrate over time and um, it wears off. And so after, I don't know, seven years of getting it off and on, I only probably got it like once a year or maybe once every other year, but I just felt like it had migrated like up into like my nose. <laughs> really? Not not that much, but I um, I didn't like the way it looked anymore. So I had been wanting to get it dissolved, so I got it dissolved. And so now I look like I got in a fight. Is it going to go down even more? Or is this kind of like, like what I'm looking no, at right I now is your new lips? So what I've heard is I think it just like dissolves it instantly. And now wow. this is a new me. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Yeah, I honestly, think you look very great. Yeah, it's like, it's what? It's like natural beauty. I'm yeah. a natural. I'm natural. <laughs> You're a natty girl. I'm going to start um, growing out my armpit hair and then make everyone happy. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> um, so yeah, I apologize if, if you've been, if you're watching and, and you see my beat up lips, but, um, I also feel like I talk a little bit different. You know, what you do is you purse your lips a lot. <sighs> a lot. Yeah, I know. It it's really okay. bothers me because I, I did that. I started doing that when I started pulling my hair out in college. Mm. I started pursing my lips like that. It was like something I did to deal with stress, physical stress in my body. It was either pull my hair out or purse my lips. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, I noticed that's whenever I started doing it. And so I have to retrain myself not to do it. Uh, Cause I think I'm just making like more wrinkles. No, it's cute. It's like your thing. I go like this. I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen it since college. Like, um, it's so funny. You would, you used to do it all the time in college. It's like a itch. And if I don't do it, it's like. Ugh. So you just could not oh. physically do it when you had lip filler. No. You just didn't do it as much when you had lip filler. No, I didn't. You did? We did? Huh. 
Stop. Now you're making me feel uncomfortable. No, no, no. Like honestly, I haven't. You're I haven't, observing me. No, I haven't seen you do it forever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I got my lip filler dissolved. Um, what's new with you, Boo Boom? Um, gosh, what is new with me? Um, we went car shopping. We went car shopping. You were just, you pulled a Jordan. I day. was. <laughs> you pulled a Jordan. I was so gung-ho about getting a minivan. You did the thing that you kind of do sometimes. What? Which I get like really excited about something. You get really passionate about something before you know anything about it. You're mm -hmm. like, you're like, we're going to, we're going to move and start a farm. And then he's like, we're going to do it. And then you start making moves and then you're like, we're going to do it. And then you talk to a farmer and then you're like, <laughs> we're, we're going to do it. We're going to buy the, and then you get out to the farm and you're like, I'm miserable. <laughs> this is just like what you do. So, um, so give me, give me one other example of something I've done this for. Okay. Where you get really excited about something yes. and you think that you're gonna do it. Yes. Um, okay, paintballing. Uh, it's cold outside. No. It's cold. You did it for like six weeks and now you're over with. It's cold outside. Um, I will say another example was when I really got in my head that I was gonna walk to the gym every morning. You did that about four times. <laughs> you did that about four I times. And I got a camel back and I was like, wow. Yep. This yes. Is See, that's forever. the thing that you do. Like, you study all, like, you study it and then you buy all the gear to make it happen. And I, then you don't actually do I it. I think that, to be honest with you, you might think this is a Jordan thing. I think this is a husband thing. I think that a lot of husbands do. You become these obsessed kind of with something. We all get into our little niches and then we like get obsessed with it for a second and then we're out. And then you're out. Yeah, that's very much. Um, but one could argue life just gets in the way, you know? Yeah, I don't fault you for it. It keeps things interesting. That's for <laughs> sure. So anyway, he woke up and he became like minivan Jordan. He was like, babe, we're gonna, we, we have to buy a minivan. And I was like, wait, Jordan, like I know. He literally said, Let's go to Toyota and buy one. I said, babe, you don't know the other <laughs> minivans out there. You have never test driven this thing. He literally was like, by the end of the day, like we'll have a Toyota Sienna. I'm like, Jordan, you don't know anything about minivans. But he was so, he was telling everybody, he was calling our parents. He was, you started telling everybody online, like we're buying a minivan. <laughs> we had never test driven a minivan before. We got out there and he walks up to the guy. He's like, hey, we're here to buy a Sienna. And I'm like, well, well, wait a second, sir. I was like, we want to test drive it. I want to know what other minivans you yeah. have to offer. What features do they have? He's like, yeah, no, like which one do you have on the lot? What color you got? <laughs> so we go and test the Sienna and do not get me wrong. Yeah. Beautiful minivan. The features are remarkable. Something I really didn't like about this minivan is everything was manual and I will never do that where you have to like manually take the seats out. Yeah. Right. Um, and all the minivans were like backed up. I mean, they're on high demand, these minivans. No, they're, it's, it's actually crazy. It's like, like easier even to if get I a wanted, Porsche than it is a minivan. No, truly. It, even if we wanted to get a minivan, we can't, we can't, we there's, can't, there's no minivan. And here's the thing about me. If I'm going to get a minivan, like I want all the bells and whistles. So like the one that I want, will take like 18 months to yeah. get here. Um, but it was a great car. I didn't love the way it drove, mainly because I probably drive like a Cayenne right now. And I zip, I've only driven two cars in my life and both of them are like very like performance driven yeah. cars. Like they're like zippity doodad cars. And um, these don't drive like that. <laughs> Danny like go fast. Danny like, no, it's not that I like to go fast. I need to go fast for safety yeah. because I need to be able to zip in and out if something's coming towards me. I will say it, um, you know, cause I drove my Mitsubishi Outlander. The, the world's worst car. I'm sorry if you drive it. It really just, was, it was kind of like driving a go-kart, but I loved that car. We, that was, do you know that we still have it? 
Oh, it's please. in Colorado. Please, Lord, no. <laughs> Do you forget that? I always forget it's in Colorado. Anyway. Um, we, we kept it at our little, we have a condo in, in Colorado. We kept it there. But honestly, I wouldn't drive it in Colorado. It's so unsafe, the thing. You wanted to keep it. Well, because I didn't want to buy a new car. <laughs> um, anyway, it's like, um, so after driving the, the minivan, I was like, I can't go back to this. Like it, it really, it felt hard to drive. It's like I wanted to gas it. And it was like, Meow. but can we talk about something? What? Those sliding doors, though. The sliding doors. I mean, those are pretty like amazing. But it doesn't matter because even if we wanted a minivan, you can't get a minivan. Yeah, you know what? We should just get a Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say that nothing highlighted the difference between the male and the female brain, such as buying a car with you, because like the male brain is like, hey, let's get this done. I don't want to be here. Let's just like move forward. Let's make a quick decision. We'll live with the consequences later. And I feel like the female brain is like, I need to be thinking about every use case here. Like, okay, how do these slide? Do I like the the, the viscosity of the slide? Do I like the, the manual viscosity. or the that's auto? Not the, that's not the right word. Yeah, it is. Like the viscosity is, viscosity about, is, is liquid, like a liquid. Liquid going through. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Viscosity is like the thickness. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you're right. Yeah, viscosity. But um, I feel like you were very good at thinking about like every single detail. And it was so cold that well, you day. Know why? I, I just wanted to get out and get done. Horrible like, day to go for car shopping. And you shopping. were like, you were like, is there a third row? Does the third row do this? Are there captain chairs? Are there any like customizations we can get with that? And I was like, Danny, oh my gosh, like who cares? <laughs> but at the end of the day, I do believe you're right. No, I, I tend to be right about cars and, and houses. You're very good at real estate. I mean... Honestly, she's truly very good I at real had, estate. If I was probably 40% better looking, I would probably be great on selling Sunset. Danny, you could kill it on selling Sunset. No, but I, you know what I mean? Like 40% better looking, listen, I would be right there. No, no, no. When I say you're good at real estate, you're not like, I mean, you can do sales. Like you can sell someone a house for sure. Yeah, yeah. But like you are like, like, like I know you could be a mogul. No, no. You I could know. be a real estate mogul. No, like a like, Barbara Cochran. No, like you don't understand how, how well I know real estate. It's, You're very good at it. I know exactly why a house should be valued at what it is or why it's not selling or what to look for, what not to look for. Like just the little details that most people like overlook. Yes. But you know, the reason why I'm really good at cars and houses is because tornado. Yeah, no, I mean, it feels like you were trained by I was trained by the by, best. By the best. <laughs> well, and your dad was a car salesman. And, and that too, but my dad is more about sales than the details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we just, yeah, we make a really good team when it comes to, yeah. But, um, but I love it and I love to find a good deal. I love to look at, um, you know, one dealership and then call the next dealership and be like, yeah. Well, Joe over at uh, North Dallas told me that he'd give me that one for 17%. You know, so I love to pit them against each other. I love the fight. I love the grit. I love the aggressiveness. Like, I'm just, I would just be so good at selling cars. Yeah, no, I believe you. Anyway. So, yeah, selling cars or negotiating buying cars. You know, you, you know what you should do is you should start a service where you go in and you negotiate people's cars. Yeah. For them. I should. Oh, if only I had more time. <laughs> or a clone. <laughs> if only I had a clone. Oh my gosh, I don't think the world could handle a clone. Yeah. You or Tornado. No, you really couldn't. Um, so this weekend has been interesting. We lost power. Oh, tell them about how cold it is. It's like, what, 11 degrees outside right now? 
Yes. What is it in this room? This room has got to be like Probably 16. negative 40 degrees. It's always cold in this room. This room is frigid. Um, so we knew that the Texas freeze was coming, which, you know, before, you know, everybody always DMZ and they're like, ha ha, it's so funny how you guys act so cold when it's 15% or 15 degrees outside. Y'all have to understand, like, we don't have the infrastructure for these things. We don't even have this. the coats for these things. When we buy cute puffer coats, it's because they're cute, not because they're insulated with down. Yeah. Like, we just buy things to buy them, not because we're actually trying to stay warm. Like, half our fireplaces in Texas are fake. Like, they're not even real fireplaces. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we are just not prepared. We, I had to use well, socks as gloves. We are prepared. Cause that power shut off and I was like, and you know, you know what Jordan's got, he's got lots I of toilet like, paper. If, I was if something like, happens, we got the toilet paper. My, I was like, if it stays shut off for two hours, I'm driving to my prepper stash. And Do you I'm have the power supplies. generator? I don't have a power generator. Jordan, are you freaking kidding me? You, have a, you don't even have a power generator for the prepper stash. <laughs> That's like your mask. number one thing. I have gas masks. What is a gas mask going to do? <laughs> Chemical warfare. You oh. never know. Okay, let me ask you this. In your prepper, I have flares. What? So you can, <laughs> are you serious? I have, uh, yeah. Do you gas? Um, so when we can't I get gas from the gas. I, I think that we use the gas for your leaf blower. Jordan, your prepper stash is not a prepper stash. <laughs> let me tell you what he has. It has holes because people keep taking from it. Oh, somebody took the, like you even the generator? You, you even took the Tylenol. You've been using the Tylenol from the prepper stash. Babe, we don't need that stuff. If something goes, goes wrong, this is what we actually need. Power like, generator, <laughs> gasoline, maybe antibiotics, I do, I have a amoxicillin. Clear, I have clear, um, like clean drinking water tablets. I do have that. We could find a, a steady stream, babe. <laughs> That's all we really, oh my gosh. We'll have to redo this uh, this prepper stash. I know, we'll, we'll audit it soon. Um, it's an annual exercise. So yeah, it's been really, really cold outside, which is a little depressing around here. But you know, is. I'm so happy that we're filming this podcast because it's always a mood booster. It does, it boosts our mood. It's kind of like therapeutic. We just like get it out there. Sometimes, as long as we're not fighting. Yeah, as long as we're not fighting. Then it's not yeah. a mood booster. <laughs> You should not have recorded this this weekend. Well, I am. A <laughs> anyway, I'm going to just act like you didn't say that. Anyway, I wore hot pink in order uh, in honor of Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. What are you going to get me? Well, we're going uh, we're going to Cabo. <gasps> That's right. Your favorite place, Las Ventanas. Who are we going with? Um, we are going with um, Allie, Hunter, Miles um, and Janelle and Devin. I also invited the Newtons. Do you want to explain who those people are? Because people probably don't know who those people are. Well, they're our friends. They're like, uh, they're our blogger friends. Yeah. Yeah. So Allie Hunter, she's an Amazon girl. Janelle, recently pregnant, also an Amazon girl. And then their husbands. It's who we went to the uh, national championship game with. Yes. Or I'm sorry, the uh, the Sugar Bowl with. You wish the national championship. Yeah, I wish it was the Natty. <laughs> um, but honestly, you know, it's like so fun in adulthood when you find these new pods of friends. I you love know, it. It's great. Cause like we hung in, out with them one time and I looked at them and I said, guys, I think y'all are my new best friends. Yeah. When you like find it, mm -hmm. you, you hold on to it. Yeah. And you just like you keep going. I'm, and I'm they never, get along with the extended group of friends too. Cause you know, you have your, you have like 
you have the larger extended family yeah. and then you've got these like pods. So it's like these people hang out with each other a lot, but the whole crew gets together. It's no, like Dallas is a great city for our friendships right now. They don't even know that they're our best friends. Whoa, you're going there. <laughs> they don't even know. You're going there. I think we should play it cool. For no, now. I know, but I'm just saying like, they don't even know like that. We'll never let them go. <laughs> I know. I think they know. <laughs> they know. They know. We text, I mean, I text these guys more than I've texted. Me any, too. I texted the girls yeah, too. Yeah. More lot. than I've texted any guy group yeah, ever. That's awesome. I'm so happy for us. So we're going to Valentine's on Valentine's Day with them. And then uh, there's a guy in our industry named Brett Nichols. Um, have we talked about him? Babe, literally every other episode. Ashley Nichols' husband. Yes, yeah, so we tried to get him to go, but I think he said no. And the Newtons and the Masseys. So we'll see. Yeah, we're kind of just like, I mean, if you're listening to this and you want to come, you know, just let us know. Honestly, <laughs> <You're invited. laughs> honestly, I will say that um, you and I have done a really good job at planning things like social things lately have you felt that i think that's mainly you but yeah i feel like i've killed it well baby you've always been good at that i know but i was never in the mindset to do it and like now it's like i like i already planned something for saturday uh-huh john mulaney is <gasps> going to be at windstar <gasps> so listen wait this saturday yeah this coming saturday don't worry i got I it i want to go i'm already on it i texted all of our guy friends and <sighs> i said hey guys let's get a limo and let's all take the hour and a half trip in yeah. a limo to see John Mulaney. We'll split <gasps> it so it'll be like affordable. And then um, we'll see John Mulaney. We'll go to a nice dinner and then we'll do a little gambling and then we'll come home. <gasps> yes. I'm so excited. I love John Mulaney. It's also your love language to spend quality time and be with friends. Yeah, you learned that this past weekend too. <laughs> yeah, I did learn that. <laughs> <laughs> I love some quality time. I did listen to a, um, a comedy special yesterday. You were listening to what, Dave Chappelle? Yeah, I mean, that guy is raunchy, but he's really funny. Was it funny? Oh my gosh, so funny, but like so inappropriate. I feel like people, uh, I've never been like a big Dave Chappelle guy, but they think he's the king. I was the king of comedy. Cackling, like laughing so hard. I was really? organized. He's really funny, but he's really inappropriate. So I have to be careful by like giving him compliments because what he was What was uh, your favorite joke he told? I can't tell you. It's <laughs> oh, so, is that bad? It's so bad. And he makes a lot of jokes about himself and his culture and yeah. like the way he was raised. So like if I reiterated the joke, it would not be taken yeah, yeah, well. Totally. So, um, but I listened to a bunch of his specials. Do not listen to the specials with your kids around. That's for sure. Have you noticed how like, feels like comedy's like kind of like coming back a little bit. Yeah, because I think that people are acknowledging that they are going to get bad press and like, yeah. you know, hate for anything they do. So they don't care as much. And so then they feel like they could be funny. Yeah, I think it like uh, they really went silent for a couple of years the there. Comedians. Because, yeah. And, and when the comedians are not pushing boundaries, it's like no one's pushing That's when boundaries. You know you're in deep and deep honestly, deep. I feel like they are now so much in the other side of the pendulum uh -huh. that they are pushing boundaries. Like they say oh. things that I'm like, dude, no, Dave Chappelle went there. I was like, you, you can't do that. No, he went there. And I know it's comedy, but I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, you no. can't say that. He said some things that I was like, Oh, no, 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 You know, know, like it was like, ooh. Um, and then they're all going to start one up, one up each other until yeah. someone gets canceled and then the cycle repeats. Yeah, but it's like, like, what does that even mean to be canceled anymore? I know. It's like, do people do, I don't think that you can be canceled anymore. I know. Like we're all canceled already. I know. So who is your favorite comedian oh, ever? Mike Birbiglia. Oh yeah. 100%. He like tells 
jokes as like one long story uh-huh. and like all the jokes are like chapters in this story and he always has this like epic ending yeah that like ties back it's called like what it's called it's book, almost like makes ending. you feel better after. yeah it, they're like the life lessons yeah it's so like wholesome yeah and <laughs> he's a goofball good. yeah he's so goofy yeah i love him we should go see him yeah i know i went for my bachelor party i think Oh, that's a good one. I feel like there was a there was a comedian that's like probably still good to go back to, uh, Brian Regan. But I, I watched him. him. He was like big in like uh church uh church culture. Like he was oh, like not kinda like John Christ. Uh yeah, but he wasn't like a Christian. He just didn't cuss. So like all the youth pastors were like, You guys should love Brian Regan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like so funny, but I watched him with you and you didn't think it was funny at all. Which yeah. is hard. Like I even like like meet the parents we watched meet the parents and you didn't laugh i mean it's like entertaining but i'm not like dying laughing i was like dying laughing and you were like are you kidding me right now <laughs> it was just so stupid <laughs> like you know like i do have a hot take though okay. and it's it's not i'm not proud to say this okay like just so you know i'm not like defend like i don't like that i'm about to say this okay but sometimes i do think things are funnier when people cuss <laughs> No, I mean, that's a fact. That's just like, a fact. Really? Sometimes they cuss and I'm just like, LOL, but if you wouldn't have cussed. I know. Uh, that's like a, that but it's like, sure it's, a fact. it's definitely in the Bible that you're not supposed to, so don't do that. Yeah. I, I Do you think I cuss a lot? Babe, I don't remember the last time you cussed. I mean, no, honestly, I, I think I cuss a lot. What? Yeah. No, I cuss more than you. No, I think I cuss a lot. I've like actually noticed this the past. You couple cuss weeks. when you're angry. No, I cuss when I'm like joking. I'll no, be no. like, I'll be like, ah, that mother effer, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> no, like I, I, well, yes, I cuss when I'm angry, but that's like real cussing. What I mean by how I cuss is like I will cuss just for the sake of getting my point across, but it's not like an angry point. No, you cuss when you're angry. No, but to I, get your there's a different type across. of cussing that I've been hiding from you that you don't know about. Well, like when you stub your toe and you're like. Shit talking no, no, I'm talking about like business conversations. Like I will just be like, wait, you cannot be cussing in a business environment. That is so inappropriate. I know. I know. Handcuff me, send me to jail. But oh. I think I do it. I would actually be curious. People are going to write is about that, that on, um, what are the, what, did, what's it called? Open door or what's the uh, glass door? Glass door. <laughs> They're like, yeah, great CEO, I but think, he cusses uh, a lot. Should we, should we ask someone? I mean, if you admit it, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. I'm gonna cause you want to call Teresa? No, no, it's okay. Okay, well, I like I we believe you. Yeah, yeah, I do. I just want I want people to know I'm a little bit of a baddie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a baddie too. <laughs> Why are you a baddie? Because I cuss when it's funny. I know it's so funny when you cuss. <laughs> I love it. When do I? What do I always say? Oh, I say um. You know what I also think is so hilarious, what? and this is like such a good tip for wives out there. Huh. Number one clout thing for a female is if you have a good gif game, a gif game. Oh yeah, yeah, gif. Like if you <laughs> can like send memeable like gifs in a group text, yeah. like guys are like, dude, this chick is awesome. Yeah. I feel like my friends probably think you are very, very cool because of your gif game. Wait, stop. Stop, my heart is fluttering. You're very good at it. Like there, there are things that like when you have started they said sending, something about it. No, but I just um, I just know it because no other wife send gifs. What did I send? Um, I don't know, but you you're really good at it in our uh, project team group text, like your Danny Austin team group. Uh-huh. Um, 
Like, like uh-huh, uh-huh, tell me more. You're very like I so much so that I'm like, did she hire someone to to send that? <laughs> Like, I'm like, there's no way that you sent that. Because <laughs> you don't think of that funny? Well, it's an art form, right? It's like, it's like you, it's not about being funny. It's about you have to know what to yeah. search for. And yeah. then you have to find something that's not Different, so unique. Because there's so many that are over. No, I, I never use the ones that are so right. popular. I always find the ones that are like, you know, 15 scrolls down. Yeah. Oh, I know I that. I think every like female wife, girlfriend, significant other listening to this podcast should start sending in their... Uh, their Group spousal text. text like like gifs yeah and see how their husbands respond because it's so funny okay i'm gonna it, it's now a, that you've said that i'm good at thing. it i'm like oof. well anyway we've really done a lot of ca- catch up i'm so excited for valentine's day um should we transition into our segments of things that make you go hmm let's do it i love it i think we should make t-shirts that say hmm, hmm. Just think? like maybe like small, like, like yeah, like something like kind of tasteful. Yeah, are we gonna do merch? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know, I know everybody on TikTok, um, like the de influence community, is like dying for us to like <laughs> to post some to get some merch out there. So I think we definitely should. That'll be our our gift to them in twenty twenty four. I'll be working this. on it. No, I'm serious. Let's let's do it. Okay. So first of all, things that make you go hmm. hmm. This is really interesting. Um, since we were talking about Valentine's Day, this is so, so funny. So, you know, sweetheart candies, you know what I'm talking um, about? Yeah, Smarties. Like, they're like the sweetheart candies that like- Oh yeah, for day. Valentine's Day, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can we also talk about how like, why do those taste so bad? I've never, I've tried one and I was like, this is disgusting. How have they not innovated on the sweetheart candies in like a bajillion years? They taste horrible. Like they're so cute to receive, but like who eats those? Actually, that's a really good question. Who's keeping these in business? Well, we are for Valentine's Day because everybody buys them. Is it just them. Valentine's Day? Yeah. Like when you, when else do you buy the sweetheart candies? Huh. Anyway. Who's um, their parent company? Babe, I don't know. <laughs> Google it. Okay, the sweetheart candies. I'm gonna Google it. So, here's the deal. There is a TikTok that has 1.2 million views advertising sweethearts situationship boxes, which have entirely sold out. It's a box of sweetheart candies, misspelled, misprinted, and must up candy hearts. So, for example, the hearts usually have, quote unquote, be mine on them. These are like so misprinted that you can't even make out what it says. So instead of getting rid of the misprinted hearts, they leaned into it. And on the outside of the box, it says messages as blurry as your relationship. That's what the description actually reads. It says this Valentine's day, you don't have to know what you are to know what to give each other. Filled entirely with sweet, meaningless nothings and literal mixed messages. Our box of blurry candies is the perfect gift for situationships everywhere. Wow. So that's some genius marketing right so there. So here's the deal. So first of all, I had to like figure out, I had to look on Urban Dictionary to figure out what situationships any really are because I didn't even know what that was. What so, is it? So basically, this is what the young gals are saying these days. A situationship is when you are talking to someone, you're talking to a boy, but you haven't defined the relationship. So maybe he asks you on a date. He's actually, he's acting interested. You know, he's giving you roses. He's acting like you're the one, but he hasn't actually officially asked you to be his girlfriend. Maybe he's texting other people on the side. This is called the situationship. So it's like, it's just vague. It's just vague. Like, like no one knows 
we would have called it back in our day, like we, we need a DTR, like we need to define the relationship. Right. People these days call it, these people these days <laughs> call it a situationship. Okay. So uh, Sweetheart Candies is saying that these are the perfect candies. This box of candies is perfect for situationships because the me they're meaningless. You can't read what's on the heart. So you just like give them to people when you don't know what relationship you have. It's hilarious. I it's love the it. best marketing. And you know what? It's so great because it's not wasteful. They're yeah. not throwing away all the bad ones. You know, it's they're probably sitting in a room and they're like, we've got to hit Gen Z. Yeah. Millennials are out on us. Our candy's terrible. No one's eating it. It's only on Valentine's Day. And I would say I would buy these now. I, I'm like, I'm paying attention to you as a brand at this point. Yeah. Who wants like perfectly sweet messages? Like I want, I want something silly and goofy like this. This is hilarious. Wow. I would buy this. If I had a boy that was tech, you know, talking to me, I'd buy these for him. Yeah. That's, say, I don't that's, know what we are. So here that's we, my here question we go. though is who's going to buy these? Like, it sounds like a really good marketing stunt, but like I would never, if I was, if we were in a situation ship, I would never buy these for you because then it's just a slap in the face. It's like goofy though. But it's funny if you were, to, if you, if we were but in a situation. If I bought them for you, yeah, that's be what like, I'm saying. Hey, like, why don't you like get with it and tell me what we are? Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Like if you're trying to get um, engaged, but like we're not engaged, like if Olivia was still like dating Landon. Yeah. She's like, well, you're not my fiance, so here you go. What do the comments say? The comments on the TikTok are hilarious. People say, LMAO, just so you know, that means laughing my A off. I love Gen Z ads. Another one says, Ass. babe, stop. See, I'm a baddie. Another says, these messages are still clearer than what I get. <laughs> Another one says, y'all did your big one with this. The relevancy is immaculate. Another, Canada, this is her name, Canada, says, uh, just watching a vid of asking people in NYC if they were a couple and a half of them couldn't answer. Um, so yeah, it's it's really are, hilarious. Are, are situationships like a new, is it like the new epidemic? Why do you, I mean, that's a great question. Why do you think that there's so many people in situationships? Why do you think that there's so many people not committed? They can't make the commitment of saying, you're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend. Do, and is this a new thing? I don't think so. Well, do you think that, I, I blame the guys, but maybe that's just because I'm a guy. Like I think that, I mean, we've talked about this so many times, but I feel like guys right now, they're, it's such a consumer culture. It's like Netflix. I can't f I can't freaking pick a movie on Netflix <laughs> for the life options. of me. Cause I'm like, I'd, what am I gonna commit because my think about hour it, to? When we were dating, there weren't that many options. You kind of just looked up from class and you're like, well, these are the 17 guys I got. <laughs> right, but <laughs> like if you're, <laughs> if you're in a small town and there's just like a girl no, there. but now they have apps, babe. No, that's what I'm saying though, is like that's what made it oh, so yeah. much easier in the past is like you didn't know. Yeah, there was one normal girl in the town. You're like, oh, I'm gonna marry her. You're like, she has teeth. Like I love her. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> now it's like you get online and the options are endless. I also have something else that I blame. Okay. For situationships and just Beyond the men. Um, yeah. I mean, I just think that the way that relationships and marriages and culture is moving is just so it's so self-centered it's all about is this person or is this energy or is this job um suiting me you know yes. and so if it's not suiting me then i'm gonna cut it off i'm gonna set boundaries i'm gonna distance myself like everybody think everybody's always just being so offended all the time and i think that one thing that 
it's it's really hurt marriages because now divorce is so common because it's like oh he was mean to me he's now he's uh what do you call it what's a really strong word uh he's uh, abusive he's abusive now because he yelled at me one time and it's like no give me like i'm not there yeah. are some relationships that truly are but right. people are so quick to use these really strong terms now i've seen it with even like people in the workforce you know you you have one like bad thing happen and then all of a sudden it's like trauma it's trauma and it's like dude no like it was just a bad day and like people fight and people have to grow and move forward and fight for a relationship and i think that nowadays people are just not willing to fight for a marriage like they don't feel like they have to because now culturally they say well if it doesn't suit you then just break up with him divorce him leave his ass and ass Babe, stop. We don't cuss on this. Just sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, really. Just leave him and, and go find somebody that treats you better. Well, here's the thing. Newsflash. Like, you're going to have issues with every relationship. You're going to yeah. have to fight for any relationship, any friendship, any job, any marriage, anything that you, like, are committed to. There's going to be bumps. And so now it's like people don't feel like they have to be committed because they probably were born into families where their parents didn't fight for it and their parents weren't committed. If you don't have parents that are committed or fighting for a relationship, then why would you? You don't have that good example. Yeah. And it's not anyone to fault. Like, I'm just saying this is just the way it is. Preach, babe. Have you seen the statistics, too, on, like, if you get divorced once, like, the likelihood of you getting divorced from your second spouse, third spouse, fourth, it, like, goes up and up and up? Like Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Disclaimer. I'm not talking about the relationships where, like, men are actually physically abusive or, like, like that, like then yes, screw him, leave his ASS. Like yes. I'm talking about the ones where, you know, it's just challenging. It's hard. They become narcissistic. They become selfish. Like yeah. I'm not talking about the other. It's just those other ones are actually really small percentages compared to the ones that it's just people just give up. They just don't want to fight for it anymore. They don't want to go to marriage counseling. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about their feelings. It's just easier to just say, eh, no, I don't want to commit anymore. Bye. Yeah. You know, I was, uh, this is kind of awkward to talk to you about, but I was just in a situationship. Okay. <laughs> we kind of both were, but I feel like more so me. Okay, why? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think we can share the full gravity or the full details of this story, but basically we were pursuing an employee for Divi. Oh, Lord, help us all. <laughs> and no, but Danny, I need to share this story because yeah. I feel like I empathize yeah. with the women out there going through situationships. Yeah, yeah. You can share it as long as we're respectful towards that Yeah, person. of course. I, we were pursuing an employee and like I would say we gave it our all. Like well, we- I've never wanted anything more in my life. We whined, we dined, we traveled, we- like I was in a situation where I was like, should I text her? Should I not text yeah, her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, and I was like, Danny, should I text yeah. her? Like, what do you think? Like, like but like, you don't want to like be too I was like, I was like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, play like, cool, play cool. And like the entire time, like the, the situation was basically like, I didn't know where we stood. Like I was getting verbal, like, yeah, this is what we want. Like it yeah. was kind of like, I want to be in a relationship with you. Like you are who I want to be with. Uh -huh. Like her telling us that. Yeah. But then like the actions like not. Didn't. didn't yes. It, it was very confusing. Because then anytime you, this is like a relationship. Anytime you would bring it to them, then you almost felt like a little gaslit. Because you'd be like, wait, 
am I crazy for feeling this way? Well, like, right, because then they would be like, what do you mean? Like, I've told you. And like, it's I'm, like, I'm yeah, in. but like you're saying that, but like, I don't feel that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what What do you mean? Like we you're were, giving we me were... these blurries little sweetheart candies. And, uh, you know, I, I would say like coming out and being a survivor of that situation ship. <laughs> um, like you could not use that word. I was a survivor. You just did like a situation. Gen Z thing. Like, you like you like I'm traumatized. And it's like <laughs> Danny though. Here's the thing. Okay. I was okay. Okay. Like anyway. I was traumatized. Okay, say it. Yeah. And so, um, you know what's so crazy is one could actually argue that I am still in this situation ship. There has never been true closure in this situation ship. I know, but this is where um, where you have to take like personal responsibility for your actions and your feelings and you cannot depend on these people because other people are never going to give you that comfort and that closure that right. you're wanting right. like you're gonna have to find that on your own right and it's really challenging especially when you want someone so bad and you want it to work out it's like totally. your dream girl like you want yep. to be with them so badly but they're never gonna give you that closure that that you probably deserve. Yeah. Thank you, babe. Here's the thing. I'm always here for you. <laughs> I'll be I'll be your gal. Honestly, you're right. I love you. All of our fights this weekend, I'll just say it once for the record. Uh-huh. You want to know what's craziest about our fights this weekend? Yeah. You're just my girl. You know, uh-huh. I just I, I love you so much more. Like I was mad at you and like you really like want to, made me want to pull my hair out. But like I'm like kind of like waking up on Monday and uh-huh. I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. And yeah. I was like, oh, man, I just like hate that you have this hold on me. <laughs> I was like, it's so not fair because I just want to be like, screw you. Yeah. You want to be like, like you like you want to be like all the others. Yeah. Like just like I'm not I'm gonna give up. I don't care. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't need you. No, but like, it's not true. Like, and I'll just say it publicly for the record. I just love you. I love you too, babe. That's really sweet. Well, situationships. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of couples, we have got to talk about the Golden Globes with um, my girl, Kylie, Kylie Jenner, Timothy. I love Tim. I love saying his name. Timothy how, many people, how many people will be watching these Golden Globes these days? I didn't even know they were happening. Did you watch them? I'll be straight up. I did not know they were happening. Um, I found out the next day because my whole like for you page was all about the Golden Globes. And because the girlies were girling, they looked so cute. I love Taylor Swift in that green dress. She looked so Why did Taylor fabulous. Swift go to the Golden Globes? Uh, honestly, um, <laughs> oh, because of her, her movie. Oh. Her movie. Did she win anything? I don't know. Well, so let me tell you. The 81st Annual Golden Globes was a star-studded event in which celebrities gathered in Beverly Hills for the award show honors the 2023 Best in Film and American Television Productions. Celebrities like Barbie star Margot Robbie, Oppenheimer cast, including Emily Blunt, Cillian Murphy, and Florence Pugh, as well as our girl T-Swift all hit the red carpet for the 2024 event. Swift Era's tour movie was nominated for honoring cinematic and box office achievement, a new category this year, and some say was created specifically because of the Era's tour movie's success. However, the chatter of the night on social media quickly went from talk of fashion and achievements to the evening of drama. 
First of all, did you hear what um, the comedian did, Joe Coy? All I know is that people are railing on this guy. People were livid. I almost kind of felt bad for him. I don't even know who he is. Yeah, I didn't know who he was, but he did not have a great night opening his jokes. Like, there his, was some, did his jokes bomb or were they like overly offensive? They bombed. One of them included Taylor. One of them included like girls with cellulite. And it was just like, Yikes. it was not great, but I'm going to have a hot take. His jokes like weren't that bad. Like they weren't that offensive. His joke was something about, um, you know, Taylor Swift is here at the Golden Globes. The biggest difference between the NFL and the Golden Globes is that at the Golden Globes, we'll get less, Taylor Swift will get less airtime. That's not that bad. No, I know. And then they spanned to Taylor and she was like clearly offended. Like she took a sip of her champagne and was like not laughing. And like her girls at the table were just like, but people, Swifties, were so offended. I was like, guys, it's a joke. Like, it's really not that offensive. Do you know how hard it would be to be, like, a friend sitting next to Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes? It it's was probably Kaylee a, Teller, Miles Teller's it's wife. It's probably, like, a funny joke, and she's probably, like, wanting to laugh, but I wonder if Taylor's like, hey, listen, they're going to make jokes about me, and if you laugh, like, you are so not my friend <laughs> like, anymore. And you're not in the girl crew. Like, you're I, cut. Generally speaking, I feel like Taylor Swift doesn't take jokes well. Well, the funny thing is she, I think that she actually has a pretty good sense of humor considering she's been able to turn all of the hate that she gets into art. But like for some reason, there must be something else going on like deep down like with the NFL and Travis Kelsey and maybe she's getting like a lot of hate, I guess, because Travis or the Chiefs are like not doing well anymore. So she probably feels like a lot of pressure. And so, but like overall, the joke was like not that offensive. Mm. And then I didn't hear the whole joke about like the cellulite and the Barbie joke. And so I actually don't, I can't speak to that one, but like, yeah, like my best advice for any dude is like, don't talk about girls and cellulite. Like just like, don't, you know? Yeah, that's like a no, no. Um, But like, I didn't think his joke to, towards Taylor was that bad. But let me tell you like where the tea actually happened. Okay. Digame. Okay. So this I actually know a lot about. So Taylor Swift was sit, was sitting with um, Kaylee Teller. Kay, Kaylee, that's her name, right? Miles Teller's wife. Okay. Beautiful girl. They've been friends for years. Selena come, Gomez comes over and she like gives Taylor a hug because they're sitting at different tables. And you can tell that Taylor, that Selena Gomez has some like piping hot tea. Like, you know, when a girl comes over and like she's on a mission and she's about to like spill the beans, like, you know. So she whispers to Taylor and Kaylee what she has to say. And Taylor, her jaw just drops to the floor. So obviously like they're shocked at whatever Selena Gomez is saying, but like, you know, you can't hear or really read her lips. And then Kaylee Taylor obviously says with Timothy. So that's the only thing that we can verbally <laughs> read. Okay. So over at the other table, we see Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet just oogly googly making out all over each other. So word on the street is that Selena Gomez, who has filmed movies with Timothy, I love saying his name, Timothy, it's my favorite. (laughs) Wait, is that how you say it? Yeah, there's no T, Timothy. It's Timothy? Timothy. Really? Well, I think he's French, so it's it's probably like Timothy. But it's like Timothy. There's no there's no T H. It's not Timothy. It's Timothy. I just oh, wow. I love saying it. It's my favorite thing to say. Um, so word on the street is Selena Gomez asked Timothy 
for a photo. And Kylie Jenner said no. That she could not get a photo with Selena and Timothy. Okay. So the girls were livid about it because they that Kylie wouldn't let them. So anyway, that's what the drama was all about. But it I was so it fun though. on TikTok to like have all these like lip reading experts try to like decipher <laughs> what was said. But it's very obvious that Kaylee goes, with Timothy? I feel like though, okay, are, whose side are you on here? I would, if I was uh, uh, Kylie, I, would, I wouldn't do it either. You wouldn't let Timothy no. get a picture with Selena. Selena Gomez has a boyfriend that she's like deeply in yeah, love with. Yeah, but like, I feel like it's not, because of their world, it's like picture politics, right? It's like, yeah. there's so much spin that can come from that one photo that like, I'm sure Kylie was like, hey, I, I don't, don't, I don't want to deal with this. Like they're going to basically like start romance rumors and like try and like drama. slam me. And like, I, she was probably like, hey, like, no, like let's not do this. You know, that is a very mature, wise take on the situation. Yeah, it's probably not as fun, but. Yeah, you're probably right. It's just like, Timothy, can you not take a picture with anyone? Cause like, then I'm just going to get, you know, just harassed about it because I'm sure Selena and, and Kylie are not like good. good friends and not, she probably was just trying to avoid the the drama. Yeah. So anyway, that happened. And then Selena Gomez um, got on social media and was like, anytime Selena gets any type of hate, like she just checks out. So she checked out. She's like, yeah, I'm, but I'm isn't the joke now that she checked out for like 18 hours? Oh, I actually don't know. Yeah. The joke now is she's like, she said, um, she checked out and then she literally posted yesterday and everyone's she's like, like checking off of social media to like focus on what really matters. And she checked out for like 18 hours. Hey, well maybe that's the reason, <laughs> you know, like honestly, this is just kind of stupid, but like it's fine. I'm more so, I think the real drama here is that Taylor Swift can't take a joke. Yeah, I was really bummed in my girl. I really wanted her to just kind of laugh it off. But she always does this. It's, she's always such a drama queen she's about She's kind jokes. of a, vic she victimizes herself. Yeah, and she's kind of like become more like egotistical in the sense that she can't take jokes. Yeah. It feels like, like she's like. Takes it all too seriously. She takes it all so seriously. And like, like, dude, that was kind of like what was like really kind of like fun and pure about her from the get go is that yeah. she like was still a normal human. And now it's like, don't mess with me or else I'm going to destroy your life. It's sad whenever people become famous. Yeah. It's just like they change. <laughs> <laughs> Truly though. Have you, uh, have you realized how many degrees of separation you are from Taylor Swift at this point? Yeah, it went from about 1,032 to like about 998. No, no, <laughs> I would, I would disagree. I think that you are two to three degrees of separation away no, from I'm, Taylor I'm Swift. No, I'm two degrees. I know. I've, you know the path. Oh yeah. I would say I'm actually one. I think you're one away. I would but say like one and a half depends. I honestly think it would be so earth shattering though if you ever met her that like I kind of don't want it to happen. No, I told you I don't want to meet her. I have no desire. It's like don't I'm meet, good. Yeah, don't meet your heroes. Like I'm good. I don't really. I would like to see her in person. Yeah. I've never seen her. Like I've seen her in concert, but just like walking out about. What if y'all were like best friends? Ugh, stop. I have dreams about it all the time. <sighs> I my in my dreams I'm always competing with Selena Gomez too for like the number one best friend. It's horrible. Is Selena Taylor's number one best friend? Um, like publicly, yeah, huh. I would say because they go way back and they've always supported each other. Wow. So anyway, jeez. Hmm. Mm. 
So last one, you know, people love conspiracy, conspiracies and they, they love when Jordan talks about conspiracies. So I want to talk about one. Have you ever heard about Walt Disney being frozen? No, but do tell. This is a good one. So we're, we're planning to go to um, Disney World in February, right? Uh, yes. Also, we need to text your mom and my mom the dates. They're like freaking out about it. They need to know the dates. Okay. Okay. Um, so people love conspiracies. Um, this is something that I read from the Daily Beacon, which sounds like a very legitimate <laughs> news source. <laughs> this is where I would read all of my news, where I recommend all of you guys get your information from. Really just go subscribe right now. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say that most people have heard some sort of version of the theory of Walt Disney's body being frozen after he passed. Have you heard about this? You know, kind of like Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So some say it was just his head. <laughs> Others claim it was his full body. The Daily Beacon is just <laughs> really getting me. I personally didn't know that this wasn't an actual fact until recently, which now sounds naive. But regardless, we've all heard of Walt Disney being in a freezer somewhere waiting for the technology that could bring him back to life. Recently, around 2019, there was a new theory born from the claim of Disney's body being frozen. People across the internet started and, con and continued to believe that the movie Frozen was actually meant to be a distraction to Disney lovers. Truly, this sounds absurd, but the concept behind this is interesting. If you were to Google Disney Frozen, all that pops up is the movie. The movie's title keeps search engines from pulling up articles about Disney's frozen body. Instead, the articles are all of Disney's frozen movie. If you Google even just the word, it's evidently true that the movie shows up more than anything else. This one's stupid. <laughs> this is so stupid. I would rather talk about like why there's a bunch of like peepees and you know all the animated shows and stuff. Well, that's just because the guys that are animating get bored. I know. They're just like, hey, I'm going to know about this. Have no y'all ever seen the pee, pee in... Um, was it Little Mermaid? The Little Mermaid. Yeah. So if your kid watches Little Mermaid, obviously don't point it out to them. But the scene where um, Prince... What is it? Prince Charles? No. I don't know. Prince Andrew? No. No. Whatever. The prince is marrying Ursula in um, the... in you know, Little Mermaid's body where they're getting married on a ship. The Pope, or not the Pope, the priest is marrying them and he has an erection while he's marrying them. And it is so visible. Like That's so crazy. I know. And that made it up through so many rounds of approval. Yeah. Well, it's like really hard to see if you don't like, but yeah. once you know it's there, you see it. And then there's another one, I believe in the aristocrats, there is a scene where a lady is changing through a window and she takes off her top and she's in like a bra. Oh my gosh. Seen that one before. And then in The Lion King, um, when they're laying out and looking at the stars, the stars spell sex. Bunch of perverts, man. These animators. Yeah. So um, I feel like there's got to be way better Disney conspiracies than Disney being frozen. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. Um <laughs> <laughs> I literally just Googled and I was like, top Disney conspiracies. And number one is Walt Disney's head is in a cryogenic storage. I know. I, you think it's stupid, but I, I think that like it's a, like a well-known fact that he really did 
Oh, this one's interesting. Walt, Walt, before he died, left behind five years of micromanagement videos for his executives. That's probably true. Babe, you would totally do that. I would totally do that. Like, so do that. Honestly, you would leave me behind like 30 videos of like, here's how you access your social security. Here's how you do that. No, honestly, I uh, was working on if I I die document. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was writing, this is so sad. I had to write letters to you and to like our kids and to our family on the plane just be, and it like I was like sitting there bawling. It, the, it wrecked me, but it was so important to do. It was like kind of. Oh, I haven't done that. I know it's probably pretty important to do. You just never know. Number three is Walt Disney left money in his will for the first man who gets pregnant. That's so random. And weird. Okay, very random. Um, Walt Disney was born out of wedlock. See, this guy was just—they want to make him evil, and they're just stretching. I don't know. I feel like there's some like weird things about that guy. Really? I don't know. We'll we'll talk. We'll we'll study some more and follow up on the next episode. Disney World is covered by a giant protective dome. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, Disney. Uh, it's it's a it's good. So that was kind of a weird conspiracy. But have you? Uh, what's been kind of like blowing up my feed lately is did you see the girl who recorded? her getting fired or laid off on the internet no. and she like posted the whole thing and it's very like polarizing on twitter right now it's like so her name's Brittany peach and she worked for a company called cloud flare which is like a like a cloud yeah. services company yeah. and uh you know she got laid off because i think there's a lot of like tech layoffs right yeah. now nothing personal uh, maybe there was well that's I think that's like the debate, right? Is so her her managers like fired her and they said that it was like a very like they were trying to kind of like make the the firing about performance, but she had only been there for like three months. And so the two sides of this argument are like if you're gonna lay someone off because you're making cuts, like don't wrap it in this like bow of performance. Of performance when like she never had the capacity to like actually just be honest. Yeah. Wait, but sorry. She had been there three weeks? Three months. You can definitely tell someone's performance after three months. You I, can tell it after two weeks. I know. Honestly, I'm kind of scared to say this. But Wait, like, well, tell I, the full story. So first. so so a lot of that's one side of the story is like that like it shows the how evil corporate America is and like how useless HR is and like all this stuff. And that's like one side of the argument. The other side of the argument is like, you know, yeah, she like, you can tell performance within three months. Like she probably got laid off, like HR handled it by the book, et cetera. And Wait, so is the firing, what like, is the firing inappropriate or something? Like what, why did she also, why did she live stream it? Did she know it was coming? So she knew it was coming because her coworkers like had gotten fired like right before that. So she knew it was coming and then she sh- like she filmed it and then she posted it on the internet. Isn't that like but, also like isn't there an NDA or something like illegal about that? Yeah. So like I think that that's where I'm struggling with this story to be honest because like I know it sucks when you get fired and I, I know it's very like a lot of what she's saying is she's very upset and she's like hey like this is so hard and this is like life altering for me, but it's like just another day in your life. But the HR managers are like not handling it poorly. They're, they're, they're clearly being like very direct, like very like by the book. 
because they have to protect themselves from lawsuits. Yeah. Um, if you don't make it about performance and you don't fire them for cause, like that's where you're like susceptible for quite frankly, what's happening here, which is like people are filming things and like, you know, doing all these things. Wait, what do you mean? What's happening here? I didn't follow. Her filming the- Oh, you said like, here, like it was here in this no, house. Like, no, no, no. Like what's happening, like her filming it, releasing oh, okay. it on the internet, et cetera. You know, which every- is so not fair because also you can release a video like that, but like, Nobody knows how she actually did perform at her job. Right. Nobody knows how she actually was as an employee. And so like then everyone's getting really caught up in the minutia on Twitter of saying, hey, you know, three months is not enough time. Three months is enough time. Like you can kind of know. But three months is definitely enough time. I feel like you typically know in the first 90 days, like there's like even a book called the first 90 days. And, you know, within the first 90 days with whether an employee is going to work out. You can tell within three weeks. Yeah. So I don't know if this is just like us being overly sympathetic because we're business owners, but I was like, man, you know, if they were rude to her and they were like really condescending or inappropriate, but it just felt like they were trying to let this person go by the book. And honestly, it sounded like they had like six other, you know, interviews that that week or whatever. Now, if this wants to be like a bigger discussion about how tech hiring works, where it's like, okay, tech companies are hiring a ton of people and they have to fire and then they have to fire them. And like that type of cycle of like not caring people, I'm good with that. Like that is so wrong. And like that is irresponsible on the CFO's part, the CEO's part, et cetera. But like this particular interview, a, I don't think it's fair that she like streamed it to the internet. Like that's That's not fair because it's only one sided. That's like if Jordan and I got in a fight and I only filmed his response to me. Without any context. Without any context. And you have no idea what I said to him or what I had been doing for three weeks behind the scenes. And then everybody would get online and be like, wow, he's such an a-hole. He he doesn't appreciate everything you do for the kids. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're not telling the full story. Yeah. And what's like really hard about that for a company is it immediately puts them on the defense yeah. without the context. And so even if the company Cloudflare were to come out and address this, mm-hmm. A, they're now in a really hard position where they're like, this is one employee that we let go. Like, do we address this Twitter thing or do we not? So like people don't understand how many people are probably in a boardroom trying to be like, do we give this situation yeah, this do? much power? And then number two is like, even if they were to release context, anything that they release contextually after this is only going to dig them deeper into a hole. Yeah, it's like, so it's you... like, it's almost like immediately reputationally damaging to the company whenever yeah. there's like no ability to see any well, of the context. I will say I have it. not seen the video, so I don't really have... I probably shouldn't have an opinion about it, but you know, I've said what I've said so far. Um, but I, yeah, I just, I definitely don't think it's fair. I think something that I will probably never agree with and will never think it's fair is fair is like when you have an issue like this and you directly just post it online to get like attention or you text a group, a group chat instead of directly or, you know, going to the the person directly, like, I feel like that's um, like a huge red flag with me. And if I have an issue with someone or something, like I would try to go directly to them multiple times before I ever felt like I had to take it online. Um, Just because even if there was something that was handled poorly, like I don't know what good that's going to do for for anyone. Well, if you actually want resolve, like that is so not the way to get resolved. Yeah, exactly. But you know what I would do? I would have filmed it 
and then t- taken it directly to whoever I, I needed to go to, to the company and showed it to someone in the company and been like, here's, you know, I've been like, this is what happened to me. And I feel like this is not right, but I wouldn't have posted it online for everyone but to wouldn't see. Wouldn't that come across like very like blackmail-y? Well, I would say, I would say if they did something wrong to me, like okay. if somebody got on and was like, call me bad names and just really poor and like, yeah. you know, just not right. Then maybe I would film it and take it to some, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, totally. Um, Anyway. But I haven't seen this, so I don't I don't really know everything. Well, but that's uh, that's, that's a mine. mess. Your your algorithms, Disney's heads being frozen. <laughs> my algorithms, people getting fired. <laughs> well, um, moving on to end our podcast, I want to play a quick little game. This is so fun. This game is called Bath and Body Works Product or Taylor Swift Song, and I'm going to read to you some terms, and I want to know if you think it is a Bath and Body Works scent or a Taylor Swift lyric. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's funny. Thousand Wishes. Um, Taylor Swift song. Nope, Bath and Body Works. Really? Wow, okay. This is actually hard. Okay, keep Lavender going. Haze. That Taylor Swift. Clean. Bath and Body Works. No, Taylor Swift. What? Okay, yeah, dude, okay. clean. Okay. Dark Kiss. Bath and Body Works. You got it. Chasing Fireflies. Uh, Taylor Swift. Bath and Body Works. Now really? you now you do me. <laughs> okay, here. Start at Sapphire. Okay, you're like you're really gonna win this one. Actually, okay. I'm not as good at Taylor Swift lyrics as people think, mainly because I have a horrible memory. <laughs> um, S- Sapphire Moon. No, but she does talk about um, Sapphire sometimes. But no, it's, uh, that's Bath and Body Works. Okay. Uh, Willow. I would say Maroon is definitely to Willow. Oh, Taylor Swift. Duh. Um, afterglow. Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, sweater weather. Sweater weather. <laughs> Dude, this is so funny. I taught I taught Stella how to say sweater weather this you morning. <laughs> this morning she goes sweater weather, sweater weather, sweater weather. <laughs> um, sweater weather is not a Taylor Swift lyric. Yeah, you're it's, right. It's Bath bad and body, and body lyrics. Bejeweled. Taylor Swift. Into the night. Into the night. Into the night. Bath and Body Works. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, one more. One in a million. One in a million. One in a million. One in a million. No, Taylor Swift's not that cheesy. Bath and Body Works. Yeah, that's right. You're good. Yeah, t- Taylor Swift's are not cheesy. Bath and Body Works are like... Does she ever, do you tell me she has her doctorate in literature? Um, yeah, from like NYU or something. She's a doctor. She's a doctor. She's a doctor. Anyway, this was fun and random. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks for listening to our podcast this week. We'll be back next week. If you guys would like to leave us some reviews, follow us on D Influence Instagram for lots of hilarious podcast clips. We would really appreciate that. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.